Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Down to the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Well, welcome back to the show. It's a beautiful day in Sydney. Blue skies are all we can see here at Ramwick. And that I think um, Darren Flindell, as I say, good morning to you for a start. The gates have certainly opened maybe to members. And there was that awkward walk slash run. And not like acting like you're running to try and get a table. They There was a, a medium decorum, but some of them just dead set sprinted through yes. to, to get their spots for Tab Everest Day. Hello, you, mate. You know you're back, don't you, when you're walking in from a fair distance and you can see them queued all the way down uh, towards the Ascot Street uh, roundabout. Yeah. And I thought, oh, we're still two and a half hours from the first race. So, yeah. yep, we're back in business here today. Uh, Marvellous day uh, ahead. And uh, I can't wait for it, to be honest. Uh, yeah. You know, it's been a bit subdued the last uh, two years, but we were building something uh, prior to that. And we're... We're going to be right back there today. Soft, uh, a soft seven, Brad Davidson. We start on. Good morning to you, Brad. Soft seven. This will be a, a soft six um, at some point, you'd imagine. Happy Everest Day to you, Davo. Yeah. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, everyone, and uh, and Darren and Hills and everyone listening. Yeah, great to have a a fantastic day of weather. We all deserve it. I think it's fair to say after the year we've copped. So. Um, looking forward to it. Can't wait for what's a massive day of racing, not only at Randwick, right across the country, and um, doesn't get much better than this, guys. So I agree with you. I think we'll be on a, a six. I, I think the pattern will be running line three wide, line down the middle. Um, I hear a bit of chatter this week about the fence likely to be the place to be after last week. Well, I can't remember the last time the the fence was the place to be when the rail was true. So I'll stick with the historical pattern and, and think that running line, three wide line, running on down the middle there. Okay, the man who has all the prizes in front of him, keen to know where the money's been going this morning, is Andrew Hurley. G'day, Hurls. Yeah, good morning, Rich. I'll tell you what, if you didn't bounce out of bed this morning, something wrong. Uh, it's an absolutely perfect day. As uh, as Brad's just said, we almost deserve it, don't we, to have a day like this because it matches what is a fantastic day of racing. Uh, yeah, just can't can't wait for it to get underway. Just the whole card, of course. The Tab Everest is just uh, just an absolute epic race, but uh, the whole support card is a I think Brad's touched on something there that could be so relevant uh, today. When the uh, the track got carved up here last Saturday, the rail was out eight metres. And even uh, when I was here yesterday, having a look at it, you can, although it's been uh, dressed right up, you can see where the damage has been done from last week. Mm. So interesting that Brad's made the remark that typically you want to be at least three, four off the off the fence in the straight. It doesn't seem to uh, to open a, a big lane, does it? Unless. Mm. I mean, Brad, would you possibly envisage that the chopped up going from last week, that going would be okay or even superior in any way? Well, I think it's probably uh, potentially a negative out eight metres, but I'm I'm trying to work out like in metres, I'm still thinking that eight metres, you're still going to get sort of four or five horses wide in the, in the straight and you'll still be fine before you hit that eight metre patch. So I'm thinking sort of, you know, lanes, if you, if you had a lane for each metre, sort of lanes three to, to eight is going to probably be the, the pick of it, or four to eight. And then obviously mm. when you get to eight, it could go either way, as you said though, Darren, because sometimes when they open it up, it dries out better. So um, it's it's an interesting point. You know, a lot of people say wear and tear. You don't want to be on that part. You want to be on the fresh pad. But at the same time, if it's dried better, then that could be the place to be too. Um, a, a text off the top here, and it's, it's not so much... Uh, <laughs> A comment uh, as anything else. Brett uh, Brett from Richmond, just um, no questions here for Darren Flindell. Just best of luck and great calling today from from Brett from Richmond. That's an easy one to start with for you. Yes, good on you. Thanks a lot, Brett. You you know these horses. I mean, colours-wise, you'll go through them again, but 
there wouldn't be too many surprises for you in that form guide. Too. No, that's right. Uh, normally, the my my hardest work invariably on on Saturdays is doing the highway race to kick off the cart when they've got the fields of eighteen or twenty going around, but. I don't have to worry about that today. How good. Let's get stuck in and uh, hurls on my grab a market uh, from you. Of course, we'll, make, we'll reveal our horses as we go through. The behind the gates multi is in play again today. Um, hurls will have all the details there, but we'll get to around about a quarter to 11. So stay with us and then we'll reveal the horses and the bet will be open on the tab app. But uh, I think the Kosciuszko today hurls is race number five, if I'm not mistaken. And um, we uh, might come to you for that race first. Uh, a market, please, for the $2 million, the Kosciuszko Race 5 on the program. Yeah, it's an absolute ripper, too. Uh, Cadeau, eight fifty to $9. $7.50 to $9, handle the truth. Front page, opened at 5 this morning, now five fifty. dollars uh, Meneth is a $26 chance out from 23 Another one, a tickle in there, 13 to 11 Our favourite is far too easy. Four forty to four twenty back to four forty. Fender, 21 to 23 And then we go to Cavalier. Charles 34, 11 to 13, Annette Hole, Spiranak 16, 26, Commando Hunt, Talbraga 15 into 11, 19 to 14, Lamelody, and Testatata Silence, a $31 chance. Talbraga uh, has been well tried right throughout betting, including today, but far too easy is our favourite at $4.40. Questions coming through uh, thick and fast this morning. Again, just the text line again, 0419-767-272. Uh, a couple of um, questions here. One, Chris from Newcastle. What are your thoughts on front page for the Kosciuszko? Um, and another one um, of the same ilk. Um, Darren, I'll fire away with you. Uh, front page is, the good thing is, it's a big race in town with a lot of money, and he's here for a start. The drying track's a big plus, goes well fresh. Uh, yeah, one of the uh, the key chances in the race for sure, front page. Uh, well, what a race we've got uh, this year. I certainly haven't ruled out Art Cadeau. I put Art Cadeau in the numbers there. Basically, Terry Robinson's following the, the same path that he took last year uh, to try and win this race and even brought the horse here last Saturday for a day out. Handle the truth, drying track, a big plus for the 2019 winner. Um, another one's got to be respected, far too easy. Uh, at the end of the day, I've gone for value here, as I like to do, and uh, I'm going with the mare that I was on in this race last year, Spiranak, who I thought ran a terrific race. When she finally got clear, she savaged the line. I loved her first up run at Rose Hill. I wasn't sure what to expect uh, that day at Rose Hill because I saw a trial at Newcastle and thought, oh, she might be finished. I thought it was just so-so work. But another horse in that same trial uh, went, I thought, rather average and came out and won. So... I love the first up run of Spiranak. I know Rodney Northern's been talking this mare up for quite some time, and at the 20 to 1 plus about her, she'll be my each way pick in the race. Sovo handled the truth, Art Cadeau, and uh, far too easy, but I would not talk anyone out of front page. He'll be right up there in a very forward role. Great Kosciuszko. Brad, how are you seeing it? Yeah, um, he's on top for me, front page. Um, I just think, well, Jeff DeRay's got a terrific first up record with his star runners and um, we know how dynamic this horse is fresh he's just such a likable horse on speed gives a big kick and it's his first up stats that really get me interested that Wagatown plate win was just unbelievable um, I agree with Darren though I think Spiranak's the, the great chance at, at really good odds here I've got a second pick and should have won this race last year you could have argued and um, mm. you know you look at her first up run it was there for all to see rail true Ramwick it's perfect for her she'll be the one 
uh, savaging the line late, only second up off the, the long break. But, um, yeah, it was terrific. And I think the drying track helps both of those horses, 3 and 11. Get the feeling these horses, Darren, these Kosciuszko horses, and you know, the, a lot of these trainers are great on the social media. They've been here a few days. Mm. The preparation for all of them seems to be just where they want them at the moment. Yeah, I can't. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I can't uh, find any negatives out there uh, for this race. It's just, uh, it's just so solid. You could, you can make a case, a serious case for more than half the field here. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I just, as Brad said, Spirinak, she was unlucky last year. Every time I watch the replay, I, I hate watching replays of those races where <laughs> Don't you feel put yourself through. a little bit cheated. Uh, but I'm sure she'll give a, a, good, a good side here today to avenge that defeat. Richard, just quickly, there was a, a quick question come through about Anathol that I'll touch on in the race as well. He was terrific in the shorts, wasn't he? I mean, oh. he had a better last 200 than Mask Crusader and horses like that. If he can reproduce that run, then... Then look out. It's just a case of whether he can. But um, his late splits there were best of the day in, in a group race. So he's absolutely humming. Uh, hi guys. I know that um, I know that they are the competition. Uh, but Pundas Power Multi needs to be. Uh, there needs to be a sub. a sub a sub in there so we're not knocked out by scratching. I know it's one of those things. Um, now I need you guys to put up, uh, put one up at good odds that wins. Don't we? We're doing our best to try and uh, nail the behind the gates mm. multi. But yeah, like pa- Pundas panel, unfortunately for them, they had lost and running in, in there. Well, they're at such a disadvantage, know. Richard. Oh, oh, as I was about to say, that's about the only negative they've got. Just get all the early odds, get all the horses they want and leave us with the scraps. But, but, but Muns, but Muns. I wasn't going there. In the interest, in the interest of being diplomatic, I wasn't going down that path. Please. Uh, anyway, but you're paying the price now for inviting me in for the face to face in the uh, in the booth here today. I didn't even throw the bur- I didn't even throw the belly in for him, Dave. When he went two two weeks ago, though, we both got up and there was a bit of chat on on social media. I tried to calm the waters and said, "Well done to the panels panel team." I got a bit of a good response back. So, look, I think we're both back on really good. Uh, you know, we've got a good relationship now. I did notice that their previews or their 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 uh, promos playing in our show now. So maybe that's a little pushback at us. But I think we're on good terms. We might all catch up and have a bit of a powwow, take him out for dinner. Um, you know, I'm sure I'm sure Hills can pay and, and away we go. Yeah, I, look, oh, I, I don't know if I go that far, Brad, but, uh, <laughs> but anyway. Um, uh, far too easy, best of the day from the two-time. Thank you, two-time. Far too easy, best of the day. The texts are coming through. Keep them coming, Hurls. Um, I'll just uh, – I might get a market, please – for race six, which is the Fujitsu General Sydney Stakes. Wait for age group three, 1,200 metres. What a race it is. And we have a question uh, around the Sydney Stakes, Hills. All right, so let's have a look at the market. Are you here. okay, though? Are you okay? I've, I've heard you take the cans off your head and cough a couple of times. Are we okay? Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. That's good. He's, he's a lot better. Some, I had some chewing gum, and it's actually. <clears throat> he's a lot better now than he was on on Thursday night. I give you the tip, Richard. He come down to the oh, local tennis club. He come down to the local tennis club at your minor and talked a big game and come down had a hit. Oh, he's actually hit some well. Hit some well, right? I but didn't talk at he all. took he took me on in the first game. Six lost six one, and then he took on my wife Kels in the second game. And I thought I was going to have to call him an ambulance <laughs> halfway through. His fitness was was definitely not there. And then it wasn't an honourable six four loss in the second game. So he's he's improving, but fitness needs a bit of work. I needed the run. I, I, I couldn't see Hurls going down there and talking up a big game. I couldn't see that. No, <laughs> needed the runs and understatement, but he, he'll 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 improve. Maybe second up flat, but third up might be one to follow. Yeah, you watch. 
All right. Uh, the the Fujitsu General Sydney Stakes. Um, did we do that market or not? No, we're about to. Uh, Thank you. Of course, we've got Kementari coming out. Six by three. The Astrologist, three cents to win. Wisdom of Water, Battle Time, and Tristate all come out. Zero deduction. Very competitive race, and deservedly so. We've got five to five fifty Apache Chase. Gem Song, 21 to 23. In the Congo, now favourite, 550 to five dollars. 126 Bandaper. Remark, 550 to six, back to 550. $26 Tycoon. Brutality 23 to 31, 61 prime candidate. Shelby 66, the party boy 51 at this morning, now 34. And we then go down to Swats at $12 to 10. And Wahaha Falls is a $6.50 chance. Remark has been the most popular runner today. Uh, we own a smart one also. We're looking at a price $18. And it's in from 21 off a high of 23 earlier this morning. G'day, Rich and fellas. Thoughts on Apache Chase in the Sydney Stakes? Thinking it improves on the drier track? Love your work, Adrian. Brad, fire away. Yeah, uh, I'm with in the Congo, but Apache Chase, I thought he did enough fresh. His second up record's terrific, and um, I can definitely see him running a race. I always say on speed horses, they need that fitness. So um, the longer they go into a prep, often the better they are. But in the Congo, for me, I think you put the pen through his first up run. He's not a 1,000-metre horse. He couldn't get control, and he's trialled well since. He's just the, the horse that'll put himself up there, and he'll give a really good kick. He's so genuine, and um, I'll go with him with the right uh, jockey aboard, but I think Remark, I think Wahaha Falls and Apache Chase all fit in well. It's a, a pretty good race, and so many want to go for this race, and they don't want to take on, obviously, Nature Strip in the big one, or they couldn't get a slot, of course, but um, it looks a great uh, great Sydney Stakes. Here to have a field of 18, uh, going around over 1,200 metres. That's a rare treat for us. I've got Apache Chase on top. The drier track, certainly a huge plus. Great second-up record, and I really thought he, he knuckled down and stuck to the task well in the in the Premier Stakes. Uh, Wayhaha Falls, though, I think it's a great chance. Although he's well out of it on the weights. Uh, this has been a target race by uh, by John O'Shea there with yeah. Wayhaha Falls. I mean, off its rating of 84, he could have found a far more suitable race for this horse than the race today, but this is where he wants to run Did it. Did you hear what he said this morning? No. He said, he said he's, there's a bit of the loss and runnings about him like 12 months before loss and running became yes. what he is. It's, fair, well, it's, a, think, fair, it's a fair rap. I think he... Um, early on in his career, I think a lot of us looked at Wayhaha Falls as a horse that was going to progress as he went over over longer. Yeah. And then, well, I certainly fell for that. And then uh, when he resumed in July, or sorry, June, and he won first up over 1,200 metres, the wind was mind-blowing. I thought, wow, this, this might actually just be a, a genuine sprinter. And then he came out and did it again. And so they've been waiting and waiting and waiting for this race today. So I've got to Real healthy respect there for where Ha Ha falls in this, but I think Apache Chase might just be the class runner. Now that Remark's putting it all together, he looks like a serious race horse. That's it's good to see that wind operation. I think's yeah. been a fair part of that, and obviously gelding him as well. But you can see now that he's pinning the ears back, and he's obviously breathing well because he's trying he, trying yeah. his heart out. Sometimes they work those ops. Sometimes exactly. it just goes with pear right. shape. So, and when you've got a good horse, it's you're sort of compelled to at least give it a try. Uh, text there, who cares about your tennis game, Brad? That's a bit tough. <laughs> That's a bit of a tough text there. I care, I, I care Brad. 
I'll play you one day. <laughs> I, I, don't was, I don't care. I don't care about my, my tennis sport, game. I just wanted to stick the boot in Earls. That's all it was about. Yeah, got a very whippy left-handed uh, forehand he has, but that's all right. I picked up a extremely few weak, that extremely on. weak backhand. But don't tell that to the Yamanas Beach Tennis all, Club people. Please. All the better for the run, Earls. All the better for the run. This uh, let's go to race eight today. I'm pretty sure this is the Silver Eagle. As we go to the... It is a million dollars up for grabs here. Hurls a great group of four-year-olds. We were meant to see them last weekend. We see them this weekend. What, what a good field over the 1,300 metres. A market please for the Silver Eagle. Yeah, it's a cracker. Mr. Mozart, 3.30. Bottomed out at 2.50 uh, around about 45 minutes ago. $3 now. 5.50 to 6.50 start Tontes. Valana, 7.50 into 6.50. Then go to Kiss Sun, 12 to 4. $14. Uh, Bridgetine's a $16 chance. Peaked at 19 this morning. 11 to 12 for Lock Eagle. Now, Waterford, very solid 5 to 5.50. We then go down to Lavish Girl, uh, $13 into $11. So just looking at the main ones in commission there. As far as dollars held are concerned, Mr. Mozart, yeah, it's pretty mar- pretty much market order. Uh, Lavish Girl, is, we've written some bets on it this morning as well. And it's currently a 11 chance. Uh, the question here for you gentlemen is after a Queensland prep and a strong trial win, do you think Valana is primed to knock off Mr. Mozart in the Silver Eagle? Big fan of his and I think the give in the ground will be perfect. Give him strength, Michael. What are you saying here, Darren, about Valana in a very good Silver Eagle? I uh, I had Valana on top in this race last Saturday, and when I first started doing the form, I thought uh, I'd stick again. But last week, I really liked one in the race, but I was just terrified by the draw. Well, now there's been a, uh, a redoing of the draw. All of a sudden, Kiss Sum's gone from having drawn 15 down to 6, and I think this horse is flying. I've loved its trials. And when I go back and just sort of think back about some of the big runs in the previous preparation and he finally uh, landed a, a group success at Eagle Farm. I think he's a very underrated horse, Kiss Sum, yeah. and uh, I think he's going to run a really big race today, but Valana's obviously a, a huge danger and Mr Mozart is getting into pretty skinny odds now, but I can certainly understand why they, they want to back him into such a short price off the inside gate and Star Tonto's had no luck at all last time out, so I'm only, I've only really got eyes for the top four Although, when I go further down the list, Waterford is very interesting. But under the weight scale here, Waterford's only got a rating of 78. Boy, this is, uh, this is the real acid test for him today. I had a chat with Tracy Bartley at the track on Wednesday before, I think, uh, it was Irish Kisses ran. And I yes. said, oh, how, how is he? He said, he said, he worked Tuesday morning so, so well. Like, you know, the, tra- the trainer has him running a great mm. race today. And he's going at, Good a, odds. at $14. Yeah. I think he's a... He's a great horse to put in place, Maltese, today. Who are you with here, Brad? Uh, I think form ties in really well with Valana too, doesn't it, Darren? And it's a $6.50 mm. chance, so you can take the line there. But uh, leave me out of the $3, Mr. Mozart. Uh, he can win, but fair income. This is a race with eight chances. Um, I'm shocked that he's into to $3. I, I thought the drying track was a bit of a negative. I thought the first up run was overplayed a little bit. I know he was wide, but he wasn't wide for the whole race. And I thought he still should have put them away, and he didn't. He was strong the last 50, but that suggested to me he might want a little bit further. And he's a great winning chance, but his second up record is yet to place uh, in three attempts. And for me, $3, very, very skinny. Uh, for me, Lavish Girl, I've made her the, the roughie of the day, although she's been back this morning. Um, look, I... Loved her first up run at Caulfield with the 58 on a heavy deck. 
wasn't suited. Now back to a drying deck. Uh, Sam Clipperton rolls forward from the gate. And I think she'll run really well. She won a Group 2 in at Caulfield last prep, albeit on the right part of the track. But she's always promised plenty. Her figures stack up well, and I just like her up on speed here and give her a really good kick. So 13, but Valana, Mr. Mozart, Startantes, uh, you can make a case for the one that Darren suggested as well, Kiss Sum, and a, a few others there. I'm, I'm a little bit against Waterford. I, I think uh, he hasn't beaten anything yet to be that short in the market, personally. And, and back to 1,300 is also a big negative for me. But concede he's talented, but I'll, I'll take him and Mr. Mozart on to some degree. Dave, I really like Lock Eagle here. First win first up was terrific. Yeah, I was... Switch the track was staying in the, in, in the wetter range, maybe, though. Yeah, I was with him first up, but I didn't think it was a strong race. So I think this is a completely different... Uh, different standard there's been two city winners out of it um and he got the job done there for us fresh but i just go back through his form and go well kiss some beat you easily back in june valana beat you easily enough mr mozart's beaten you easily enough and then valana's beaten you again so for me i look at that and go well these have all had your measure in the past have you improved enough or did you just find a, a pretty winnable race fresh and i'm going to go with the latter option it was a very enjoyable win uh visually <laughs> lock eagle is probably the most spectacular win at canterbury this season but uh, like Brad, for those reasons, I, I discounted him uh, in, a, in a similar line of thought. Can we have a market hurls, please, for the Star St. Ledger? It's race four at Ramwick today. doesn't carry any any uh, black-type status, but it's a half-a-million-dollar race over the 2,600 metres. Yeah, and Cadre Noir is our favourite, or Du Noir. Uh, 225, just getting out to 250 now. Now, Stockman's 390 to 360 today. Arapeo, 950. Uh, and got to $12 now, $10. $23 to 26 Fun fact, Sacramento, 7 Got to 850 back to 750 We covered off the favourite, 225 to 250 Did bottom out, 210 at one stage this morning. Carif at 10 to 11 now, 850 Chalkstream, 15 to 11 7151 for our... Outlandos and Deniloquin, respectively. All right, in terms of dollars held today, uh, yeah, it's pretty much market order. Uh, Cadre Duar, Stockman uh, on the second line in terms of dollars held, and Chalkstream's been relatively popular as well. The text and the comment is earmuffs on Chalkstream. How appropriate, Charles, with your <laughs> with your with your chandeliers. <laughs> they didn't put their name to it. Who sent that? They didn't put their name to it. <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> Text him, let us know. Well, the king, he might be tuning in from uh, from the UK. Well, he's, al- he's always been that sort of nice staying type, hasn't he, Chalkstream? But he want to see a maybe a killer blow in one of these races. Well, when you look at all the, the gear changes there, uh, they're, they're, they're going all in to try and correct a few few problems uh, with a horse. I, I think he's certainly worth uh, a look here today, Chalkstream. I gave him a chance in that race last time, the Tats Cup here at Roundwick, and he made the early move, and then he hung in so badly. I, I've got no doubt he will be winning a race uh, here in Sydney, and this may well be the, the occasion today. But I thought the, the main hopes in the race were obviously Cadre de Noir, but a little bit short for me. I thought Sacramento uh, would, would run well here. It was just funny calling the Metropolitan that day when they were coming up to the turn. He was having his ears scrubbed off and he, the wheels were spinning and he was sort of... I thought he was dropping out of the race. Yeah. Then he's picked up again in the straight and he's only been beaten about one length on the wire. He got to the line really strongly. He's won up to 2,800 metres before. Uh, Craig Williams aboard. Yeah, I was happy to go with Sacramento today over Cardre de Noir, who's obviously hard to beat. Stockman and... Uh, 
Chalk Stream had to put it in the top four there. I'm sure it will be running well today. What do you think, Brad? Yeah, Cadre de Noir for me, guys. I think he's just a little bit sharper than these. Um, I love his lead-up form. I, I think the soft track suits, and I think you can just tail the other two, Sacramento and Fun Fact, and just have last say here. Um, they always back this carafe, Carif, don't they? They always back oh. him, and he seems to do very little. But maybe Simon today, Harrison's a big fan of uh, Carif. Oh, maybe today he does something. But uh, I know he ran second in the Newcastle Cup, but uh, he's gee, I, I know he stays, but. Oh, you'd be you'd be patient person if you keep backing backing him. Um, Sacramento, I think Darren made a good point there, but I didn't think it was so much horse error. I thought it was jockey error. Um, he just let them let them all come around him and got a length behind when he's a horse that's one paced. He, he needed to get going at the six hundred like he normally does. TC, but mm. he just waited too long there, and the horse they all they all went past him, and and then all of a sudden he's come back and, and fought so hard. I think if they pushed the button three hundred metres earlier, they would have gone close to win the race. So I think they'll ride him a bit differently today. Um, Darren, it's text from Pemmelwai out near Wentworthville. I think that's the pronunciation, Pemmelwai. Do you listen to any pump-up music in readiness for today's grand final? I know you like Jimmy Barnes. Is this an option? Go hard, mate. Enjoy and soak it all in. <laughs> what music do you... Is is there pump-up music for the race caller on a day like today or just... It's not Jimmy Barnes, I can tell you that. I had a gut full of it on grand final night. I had to go for a walk. Um, I think I know who might be behind uh, this um, that message because it might be the said fellow that many, many years ago when we went to the Mossvale Greyhounds together, he brought his Jimmy Barnes tape with me when I had my old Chrysler Valiant <laughs> and uh, it was a hot summer's day and inadvertently I pulled the cassette tape out and left it on the dashboard and it's been there for about six hours. I suspect they know the text we're talking about here too. Yeah. <laughs> he might call a few trials and races around the place for yes, Sky Racing Yes, yes, yes. You've got well. the text uh, correct there. Morning, Dale. <laughs> um, Hurls, we, we, look, we're going to get to the uh, the Tab Everest shortly, but well, Mike, before we do that, Hurls, get a, get a market from you, please, for race number two at Ramwick today. And this is the Big Dance Wild Card. Open handicap over the mile. And it's also a one of six races where if you place a win bet and your horse doesn't win, simple as that, loses, you get a bonus bet back up to $50. Now it applies to Ramwick, Caulfield and Eagle Farm using your tab app or at tab.com.au, your first fixed odds win bet. So you get a free throw at the stumps. I'll tell you what, it's been extremely popular. As has Kerwin's Lane, 350 to 360, back to 350 makes it favourite. 15 to 17, Wild Chap. Uh, Steely's been soft this morning. It's 4.40 out to $6. Five Kingdom goes in from 18, 19, now 15. A drift for tampering. Cisco Bay, 34 to 26. Because Luca, 126. Wicklow, 650. Peaked at 7, now 550. Solar Apex, 850 to 9. Prince of Helena at 14. And then that is pretty much got it covered off. Now, uh, Kerwin's Lane, the favourite. It's been popular all week. They went up 550, which seemed a, a very generous price on Wednesday afternoon. But uh, yeah, it's clearly best backed runner. There has been money for wild chap as well today but gee i tell you what you see these figures in, in front of me extraordinary but uh, that's obviously on the back of the promotion there as i said caulfield also ramwick and eagle farm today first two races doesn't win bonus bet back up to fifty dollars
text there from Scott High Boys. General thoughts on race two for the fantastic tab bonus bet offer. Uh, Dave, race two, the wild card, the big dance wild card. What are you thinking? Yeah, I think Kerwin's Lane's the horse to beat. I can understand the move there. Great second up record and a good run fresh with a smart claim. But for me, I'm having a little throw up the stumps here out wide. Number 12, Dream Runner. I was taken by his win first up on the home deck on an unsuitable heavy track. He's not a 1,200 metre horse at all. And goes 1200 to 1600 but he's won off that pattern before he showed he was a pretty decent horse in the walker cup last time in and i've always been trying to find him because he runs rating and runs times and um, i think he sets up well enough here at, at the good odds so um just needs a bit of luck from the draw what's it drops 10 and a half kilos yeah drops a stacking weight wow. and he just needs to get tyler just needs to find a bit of cover on him in the three wide line and he'll be launching down the middle um i'll go with him but kerwin's lane that the horse to beat what do you think, Darren? Any interest in the wild card? Uh, Kerwin's Lane, yes. Um, well, I wish I snapped up the $6 about him earlier in the week when that was available. Three fifty uh, favourite now. Yeah, he, he looks the one uh, for me. I think Solar Apex will, will run okay here. Steely, uh, liked his run last time out. So I haven't really found any, any great value. I think Too Big Fari ran an enormous race at Rose Hill last time, but this is a bit of a, a significant jump in, in class for him. But since it's a free bet, I'll throw 50 on something. Probably have to be Kerwin's Lane. Uh, I think he's one of the better bets of the day. Okay. Let's go to the feature this afternoon. Uh, Hurls, an updated market, if you will, for race seven. The $15 million at the tab Everest over the 1,200 metres. And, um, yeah, I mean, nature strips obviously going to be the favourite. But just wonder if there's been any sprinkling of money for for other horses this morning, given the track is on the improve all the time. I actually thought there might have been a typo when I first opened up the computer this morning. A dollar sixty-five. Now bottomed out at one sixty. You're now getting the best price bet all morning, and it's a dollar seventy. Eduardo eleven to nine. Mars Crusader ten to nine fifty. Back to ten. Marzu fifteen to seventeen. Back to sixteen. Fourteen to fifteen off a high of seventeen. Private Eye forty-one to fifty-one. Overpass. Ingratiating 34 to 41. Joyful Fortune 51 to 71. Back to 51. Shades of Rose trim in there 34 to 26. 10 to 11. Jacano. Giga Kick 19 to 21. And Kementari gets the run 61 to 51. And look, just uh, in relation to all the connections for Lost and Running, just uh, yeah, thoughts with them. It's, it's just a big blow on race morning. Right, Nature Strip, easily most popular runner. In front of Mask Crusader, I would not be surprised if Mask Crusader starts in single figures. And Giga Kick 19 to 21. We've written some bets on this this morning. Yeah, I mean, you speak to Clayton Douglas and he knows the horse so, so well and he, he has him running a big race. Now, I'll, I'll run through some of these these questions and we'll sort of answer them in, in a whole for the race. Um, first one there is, and I'll get to them here, uh, Mark from the Gong. I like Mars Crusader at the $11. A bit of deja vu about him. Vince from Arncliffe says, Gentlemen, with the improving track, and the speed up front in the Everest. Do you think this will suit a horse like Jackano? And a texter says that Nature Strip will be announced on trading places as the lay of the day. Now, I don't know about well, that. Well, uh, it's all in their favour now. If they've been, lo- I can't yeah. believe it's one seventy-five now. Considering the, I was just checking the deduction with Lost and Running is only nine cents or ten percent. This is, I mean, it's sort of. 
been locked in at evens for quite some time, so I guess they have to lay it now at that price. Well, they're, they're, they've just got it, got it for so much at the moment. Yes. Duff made the comment this morning, is it panic stations? You know, the price they went up, so... Did it get to uh, two forty at some stage during the week? Yeah, it Hurt. did. It did. Yeah, two forty. That was oh, look. It's bounced around all week. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, was it Wednesday afternoon oh. or Thursday? It definitely got to two forty. And that, at that stage, I, I, a few people asked me. It was just my opinion, but I thought it might SP around two fifty, even two sixty. But gee, leaving. Tooth fairy, if you think that's going to happen now, well, I, I saw two twenty five on Thursday afternoon. Did form line, and it was at two dollars. Yeah, so no, it definitely. I don't know for how long, but yeah, Darren, it did. It got to two forty mm. at one stage. Was that not long after the barrier draw? Maybe well, there was an, an early panic when it drew the outside. No, nah, we went up. I think two dollars, and then one ninety five on Wednesday night for the barrier draw. So yeah, it's a dollar seventy. It's absolute champion in every sense of the word. Oh, oh, um, just another comment here, and Darren, you can go first with all your Everest comments and thoughts on these horses. Darren, the 55 seconds that Joyful Fortune ran in Hong Kong, is that super quick for there, or is that done regularly? Uh, the cranky old bear asks. Uh, the cranky old bear, that is flying uh, down the straight there at Sha Chin. That's, uh, that's genuine times. I think this horse is going to run a, a whole lot better than a $51 chance. Um I, I'm sort of disappointed this is the path they're taking with Joyful Fortune, but I can understand they're, they've the got... Ha- the hand's been forced in a way. Exactly. But let's not forget, when he had his first trial here, it was at Warwick Farm, and he and Eduardo were going head and head down the straight, and Nash was pushing Eduardo along, and this was absolutely trucking along on the outside Joyful Fortune. Then he came out and trialled like that again and then he went down to Melbourne and he was heavily back to win there over 1100 metres and was never ever going to get beaten from the moment the, the gates opened he's a, he's a good horse and the reason his Hong Kong career was um, closed earlier is the fact he had um, knee issues and uh, they performed the surgery on his knees he turned up in Australia in shocking shocking condition when you see the pictures of his arrival you can't believe this is the same horse I think at the that the fifty one dollars available, he's uh, he might be the type of horse. I see the tab also do head to head markets. You could pick a few others out that uh, yeah. you think have got no hope because I reckon this will be running in the top five. Um, nature strips, nature strip, isn't he? I mean, yes. When he won, when he won the the shorts, I just needed to see him come back from England and show that yeah. he's taken no harm from it. Well. He's improved from it, I thought. Just the way he was so relaxed, just settling off the speed, so calm. Bit of the UK sun on the back hasn't been a bad thing for an old horse. Yeah, and I was was really, really conservative about this because I've seen it go horribly wrong too many times. Those overseas trips, sometimes it can take six to 12 months to come right again. For him, he seemed to thrive on it. And I decided I'm not going to be a madman and try and tip against him in the Everest. He's just different class, simple as that. But if he has an off day... Mars Crusader, I think, is the one now that Lost and Running's out of it. Yeah. And <clears throat> before I declare Nature Strip home 50 metres out, <laughs> he almost got me last yes. year, Mars Crusader. Yeah. Oh. Out of the ground. Jumped oh, out of my the ground. goodness. I couldn't believe the, <laughs> the, the fast finish of him. I felt rather relieved. You, put the, you, you come away from the binoculars for the last 100? At least, yeah. Sometimes 150. Yeah. 
But, uh, yeah, I got a bit of a shock just how hard Mask Crusader was hitting the line last year. And I know before I declare Nature Strip home this year, I'll be having, I'll, just be, I'll be looking for him. Where are you, Mask Crusader? Before we grab um, uh, Brad's thoughts here, the multi is open now, Hurls. And I might just come to you and uh, we'll get this uh, multi away. It's open now on the tab app. So get involved, punters. And we might, yeah, I, I might leave it to you, Hurls, to, to let the listeners know the horses. All right. Uh, Cadre Edouard, race four, number six, was Brad's selections. Front page was Richard, Richard Haynes' selection. Remark for yours truly and kiss some uh, for Darren. So that's race four, number six, race five, number three, race six, number seven, race eight, number four, all to run top four. And we are giving you $13, maximum bet $20. Now I'll say this slowly. You go to sports on your tab app. And then when you open that uh, down the bottom, sports, you go to today's offers, and then you will see the behind the gates multi. So it's standing out there. It's the top one there, so you cannot miss it. And it's the same story on the uh, on the website. So get involved. There's plenty of people, no doubt, will. Uh, $13, maximum bet $20. Uh, yeah, get in quick because uh, yeah, it's been very, very popular. I think that's a much better deal today than what we copped last week. Last week the price was four fifty, and Hurls, you'd only let us on for twenty five. I thought that was a bit miserable. Gonna do what I'm told. Good, <laughs> good luck to those that are going to have a play there and get on. As far as the Tab Everest goes, Brad Davidson, you have the floor. Fire away. Uh, yeah. Look, first of all, <clears throat> on joy, joyful fortune. Um, yeah, I basically gave it none to be honest. Um, just simply because coming out of a benchmark seventy at Flemington. And now you want to go in a Group One race at season sprinters and uh, at twelve hundred where it's unproven. I just I marked that a hundreds and uh, if it wins, I'll have a bad day probably. But uh, yeah, look, I've got to be against. And there's there's a lot of horses to be honest. I'm really against in this race because I just think when you're taking on the big guns on Grand Final day, you've got to be in the same class. And and there's about five or six that that aren't at the moment. So I think it's a, a race where you can you can really narrow it down to a few and. Um, obviously, Nature Strip's top pick for me, but I was tossing and turning about what to do with him for a couple of weeks because, you know, there's there's two trains of thought. One is he's the best sprinter in the world. It's grand final day. Chris Waller, grand final day. It's just all lines up and he just goes crunch and, and wins. And he's, he's running the Everest last year was four lengths better than Mars Crusaders because they went 100 miles an hour. He did all the bullocking work and Mars Crusader was the one that was flattered running on out the back who'd done no work. So he, his win was much better than it looked last year. And it's just all, you know, yep, he just wins. And then there's the other train of thought that says, but what about his second up record? He hasn't been second up on grand final day. I can see that. He's got the gap between runs. Sometimes he hasn't had that second up before, but he has sometimes too and disappointed. And you go back through his second up form the last four preps. He's been beaten at $1.70, $2.10, $1.95, and $2.20. Second up, he is flat by his standards all the time. So he's had the run overseas, though. So do you, do you say he's just not the same second up this time and it's not the same second up because it's the grand final? Either take one thought or the other. I'm taking the, the Chris Waller grand final train and, and tipping him, but I, I can't dive in at the shorts because of that query still. I think Eduardo's the danger. 
Uh, he's just he's beaten Nature Strip three times in the last two years. No other horse has done it so in this field. So uh, and and everyone's just writing him off after he's a bit of a disappointing run in the shorts. He'll peak up here. He's had the flat run that Nature Strip hasn't had, and he's ready to go to that that big level again. Four Mask Crusader. He was flooded in the race last year, but. They're going to go 100 miles an hour here. He's going to sit back on a drying track, rail true, sweeping down the middle. It sets up perfectly for him again. And Jack and O, well, three-year-olds always run well, and his sectionals late in the Golden Rose were simply outstanding. I don't know about, don't know how strong they are, though. I mean, I know Golden Mile went to the one the Corfield Guineas, but gee, the time couldn't have been worse than the Corfield Guineas. So, a bit of a query. Can I just make a point on that with Jack and O? We've spoken about the figures, which were off the charts. Mm. Do you think the fact that Nothing carted it into the race, made it even the more impressive. No, because you look at like Golden Mile and Zoo yep. Tiger, they were left in front so far out, so far out. So yeah. they had to something had to come at them. Yep, yep. Um, in a way, but you did make a good point. If it has to make that work from the six to the four to get into it yep. and not have the the back of one, it definitely makes the performance better too. Okay, and sorry, sorry, Hainsey, um, and, and Private Eye. Like I know in the Gill guy, it, it didn't beat much. Yeah. Um, who did I read? Yeah, Joe Pride said during the week, he said, don't underestimate horses with, you know... Uh, confidence. W- confidence yeah. in what they think. He said that it got to the gates. The jockey, um, which I think was Josh Parr, said that Private Eye looked at the other horses as if to say, I'm better than you guys. Yeah, he was great, wasn't yeah. he? There's no doubt about it. My query with him is... Did he need to have that fresh run in the Everest? Like Kenny, mm. Kenny, he's a fourteen hundred meter horse at the bit, you know, normally or a miler, or a miler. Or Epson, so yeah. now he's had the one twelve hundred run. Does he need a bit further now? And can he reproduce? I mean, he doesn't have to just reproduce that. He's got to find another two, three lengths off that. So um, I've got to be a little bit against, but I can see he'll run well with that confidence factor alone. Uh, Darren, I was at Warwick Farm yesterday at Joe Pride Stables for a media call there, and. That Edwardo looks sensational. So is Private Eye. But he's that good a horse, Edwardo. You just cannot ever mm. discount him in a race <clears throat> like this. He looks terrific. He's just been a warrior uh, year after year. And him and Nash, just a, a match made in heaven between the pair. I was just having a little fish around... Um, there's all sorts of um, betting combinations you can do on the on the Everest today, but the the head-to-head betting is something I was I was taking an interest in because I was looking for a few with Joyful Fortune, who Tab obviously don't like. I took much much shorter odds in a head-to-head with him versus Shades of Rose the other day. This is an interesting one, I think. Eduardo v Mask Crusader. Eduardo is the favourite, a dollar eighty. Mask Crusader, two dollars. But I think that's a a head-to-head type of bet that will get a lot of people interested today. If if a couple of winners come from near last early on, mm. the two dollars about Mask Crusader, I mean, he'll be steaming late, won't he? That's right. Yep. So. He will be. He normally peaks fourth up. That's the only little thing I had. But he gets his winkers on again, which he likes. Um, I still can't go past the fact that Anathol was faster home than him in the uh, a couple of starts ago. Like he's in, he's what fifteen to one in a cosy. I know he was good the other day, but. I mean, he's only going to the line with Kementari, so um, yeah, he can he can win, but he needs it all to go right with his pattern. Uh, behind the gates is closed, I believe. Hurls have reached the liability with the tab already. It's a popular segment. We apologise if you didn't get on, Hurls, but um, that, that's um, good luck to those listeners who jumped on. And uh, I suppose Hurls, all we're doing is going by the tab's liability. It's been reached. Um, it's been reached quicker than we. We're probably anticipating, well, <laughs> but that's the way the that's the way the mop flops. Look, look it is, um, and I understand people um, 
you know, being upset or whatever, but I can tell you over a thousand customers got on. So it is that popular. Um, you know, we're damned if we do, damned if we didn't. Uh, obviously, the price is is bigger uh, this week, uh, so the, the the liability gets uh, reached. Uh, quicker whereas last week we had people sort of saying you know let us on for more so uh as i said all i can do is is promote it uh do what i'm told but i can tell you over a thousand customers got on so yeah we um darren we need to let you go and get organized for the day of racing it's it's great that you can jump into the uh, the ob ob van with us but your best your value and if you happen to have any quality numbers handy for the listeners, please. Yeah, well, I've made the official best bet, Kerwin's Lane, uh, race two, number one, but very keen on Kiss Sum as well at the $14, race eight, number four. I do like a roughie in the first. Call Die, number 12. She was good the other day. Yes. I thought she was, she was good. excellent, actually. She yeah. was right off the track, and that Wednesday meeting at Rose Hill, you had to be sort of on speed on fence, and everything went against her. I think she's the forgotten runner here, a call die, race one, number 12. Uh, the quaddy today in the in the Everest, Nature Strip, Mask Crusader, one and four. The Silver Eagle, uh, one Mr. Mozart, two Star Tote, three Valana and four Kissam, one, two, three, four. Uh, the ninth, one Ellsberg, two Ayrton. And number 13, Sabak, I think is a really good long shot on this car today. I think we'll get a really good run right up on the speed, Sabak. So uh, one, two, thirteen, and in the last two, hope in your heart, three, honey keeper, creeper, and uh, number eight, fine point. I think we'll uh, map really well again today. So two, three, eight. Thank you, Darren. Um, good calling. It's just conditions are a one. Finally, geez, you've got the police guard going on here, Rich. There, you've got four at the moment. Six actually. There's two over there. <laughs> <laughs> Expecting hope, some trouble? I know. <laughs> hope, hope we're okay. or <laughs> I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, it's, uh, the team in blue are here. And the, t- the other team in blue might have a good day out there, out there as well. We haven't spent out Cascadian, Eddie. We, Cascadian hard to beat in the Craven Plate. And he's, he's odds on there, I suppose. Darren. Yes, that's right. He, he looks really hard to beat there. So uh, the Tabs horse uh, lost and running being scratched to morning, uh, this morning, which is a great shame. But, well, we've got the very popular Kemantari to come in and substitute. Oh, yeah, he'll be on his way to the races pretty soon. Uh, special, Kate. Thank you, Darren. And good calling today. We'll speak next Saturday morning. Cheers. Thanks, Richard. Ruin. Darren Thanks, Thanks, Hurls, and thanks, Brad. Make good calling today. Be there at the midweekers, of course. Uh, Brad, your best and value for Ramwick today. There is value all over the place and and far away with some quality numbers if they're handy too. Uh, Yeah, best for me, uh, race four, Cadre de Noir, just on a tricky day. I've I've landed with him. um, And a value, race eight, Lavish Girl. I think she'll run us a race at each way odds. So that'll that'll do me for today. Um, Look, I think Dream Run will run well in race two as well if you're looking for a couple of roughies. But uh, tricky program with big fields and whatnot. But a great day of racing ahead and uh, looking forward to it. Uh, Melbourne, Brad, I dare say you've had a look down there um, before we finish up with the segment. Carbs from Narrabri asked about Rock Artist on a wet track in race seven at Caulfield. What's your best for Caulfield and and what about Rock Artist in race seven? Uh, best for Caulfield's Cap de Joie in race number two, a, a mare that's uh, that's looking very promising. Best late sectionals off a slow tempo last time out. Steps up in trip and should be hard to beat. I think St. Bathens is the only danger. In terms of rock artist, um, probably more suited on a real heavy 10 now that we're getting a, a drying track. It's remarkable how well that track's recovering down there, uh, considering the rain they had this week. Uh, look, was okay fresh and, and, and can improve, but um, a heavy track 
suit if it stays there. So we'll see how wet it is. And I, I like the wide barriers. I think wide barriers were your premium down there at Caulfield today. I think they'll be getting down the middle away from the fence. Good, good on you, Brad. Thank you. Sky Racing one for you all day. We'll be tuning in. Good man. Cheers, guys. Have a great day, all. Brad, Brad Davidson and uh, and Darren Flindell. Hurls, uh, we have a quiz to come up shortly, but plenty of opportunities for those that are betting with the tab to get involved today as well. Yeah, it certainly is. So races one and two, Ramwick, Caulfield and Eagle Farm today. Place a win bet. If your horse doesn't win and loses, you still get a bonus bet back up to $50. So that applies for six races. Uh, the first are two, Ramwick, Caulfield and Eagle Farm. We've also got run second, third, fourth or fifth in the Tab Everest. It's a bonus bet back up to $50. Run second, third, fourth or fifth. Races three to six. Run second or third today at Ramwick, Caulfield and Eagle Farm. And you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. That applies to all races uh, if you are in venue. Now, uh, the multi, the Behind the Gates multi has gone. However, I can tell you there's still a stack of offers. I'll just mention a couple. Handle the Truth and Smoking Romans uh, with uh, Handle the Truth going around in the Kosciuszko, Smoking Romans in the Caulfield Cup. Uh, you've got either those, or both of those rather, to run top four and you'll get a better $4. Look at this one. Tell you what, I wouldn't mind uh, a piece of this. Nature Strip and Eduardo, both to run top three. You're getting $4. So there is a stack of uh, specials there right down the board, including the Tab Everest. We've got the Silver Eagle, Mr. Mozart, Startantes, both to run uh, top four, $2.75. So head to Tab today's specials for all of those. Just wrap it up with the uh, Jockeys Challenge today. J-Mac at $2.80. $4 for Brent Navdala. Huey Bowman at $5.50. Karen McAvoy, $7.50. $10. Damian Lane. Nasra Willa, $11. Any other jockey option at $14 and Rachel King at $21. So head to tab. As I said, there's a stack of markets available. It's going to be an absolutely fantastic day. And I suppose this is what we not so much live for, but these are the days we just absolutely love. Good on you, Hell. Speak during the week. Thanks, mate.